Respected Qadi Sahib, Mu'addin, respected elders and brothers in Islam, sisters who may be listening on the receivers. In announced that the topic will be Millatu Ibrahim. And when we hear this topic or when we hear the name of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and especially in the months of Hajj, like how we are in the month of Dhul Qa'da right now, then we sometimes will assume that the topic that will be discussed will be Qurbani because that is something that we all look forward to once a year, the, the noble act of Qurbani. But to digress a little and not to discuss Qurbani, but to discuss rather what is Mila. We may have heard this term very often, Mila to Ibrahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say, Deen-e Ibrahim, Sabil-e Ibrahim, the Deen, the religion of Ibrahim. Allah said, Qul Allah. That say Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah has spoken the truth. Sadaqallah. Fattabi'u millata Ibrahim. And follow the milla of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Not the road of Ibrahim, the, the milla of Ibrahim. And while we can assume many definitions of the word milla, perhaps the most closest in the English language is the creed of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And with the creed of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, his proclamation of Tawheed is attesting to the Tawheed in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today we see, we see so many problems facing us from every avenue, from every sphere, we see problems. We see the entire ummah in difficulty. We see the entire ummah in problems. There's no peace chain anywhere in the world. Neither do we have it here in South Africa as well. Daily we have anxieties. We live, we get up and we sleep with anxieties. But the greatest concern, why we may have anxieties for everything, for our safety, our security, our risk, for our homes, for our businesses, for our professions, for ourselves, for our health. We have anxieties for everything. But the greatest anxiety we for our deen. 
manifestation of the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim Just to discuss who this personality was. When one is doing research on Ibrahim والسلام, one is left with such difficulty because one doesn't know what, what aspect of his life to speak on. It's like an ocean in an ocean there. What do you speak about Sayyidina Ibrahim So just to summarize a few salient parts of his life, few facts about Ibrahim Firstly, Alhamdulillah, we love the name Ibrahim. We can see how many of us keep this beautiful name Ibrahim, and especially children who are born at the time of Hajj, etc. Then generally their names are either kept Ibrahim or Ismail in honor of those two great Nabis of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, father and son. Ibrahim actually means the father of compassion, Abun Rahim. So Ibrahim, the father of compassion. And it's not Ibrahim, how we generally say it and spell it also. It is Ibrahim, it is Ismail, not Ibrahim and Ismail. So we need to correctly pronounce these names when we refer to anyone by that name, call them by the correct name, Ibrahim, Ismail. Properly as he's supposed to be called in the Arabic language to the father of compassion. How many times was he mentioned in the Quran? While there are 25 Anbiya والسلام, mentioned by name in the Quran. Altogether, there were 124,000 Anbiya which were sent for the guidance of man. Now there's a difference between Rasul. And of those, so every Rasul is a Nabi, but every Nabi is not a Rasul. So of those 124,000 in Muslim Ahmad is a hadith of the Prophet that mentions that 124,000 prophets were sent, Anbiya were sent. From that, 315 messengers were chosen by Allah. 315 messengers were sent and they were sent with books of guidance. So every book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was sent from time immemorial, from, from the first book that was revealed to mankind, we bring iman in all these books. We believe this is positive of our aqidah, we bring iman in all these books. But all these books have been abrogated and cancelled by the revelation of Al-Quran Al-Kareem, the final kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, revealed on Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, there's an entire surah named after him. And not only there's an entire surah named after him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam 69 times in the Holy Quran. 69 times in the Holy Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has even mentioned the du'as that Ibrahim alayhi made. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the character of him His salient features are in character in the Quran image. And while all the anbiya to that, all the shariats have been abrogated. But when we are commanded in the Quran to follow the Millatu Ibrahim and Millatu Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa In Durood Ibrahim in our salah daily, we take the name of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And we know that the best of salawat, and today is the special day of salawat, where we should be increasing salawat on Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, particularly on Yawm al-Jumu'ah. So when we take, when we make salawat on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi the best of salawat, we say Durood Ibrahim, salawat Ibrahim. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved it so much that Muhammad sallallahu included this as the masnoon salawat even in our salah. So daily we think of Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam. Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was born in Iraq, present day Iraq. And his father 
was a carpenter by profession. And as a carpenter, his work was fashioning, fashioning idols for idol worship, for shirk. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. He never ever participated in idol worship like his whole community was doing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ibrahim rushdahu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. So from a small child, he used to observe his father making idols. And his father even sent him into the marketplace to sell those idols, little boy going to the market. And he never used to get a single sale because he used to denigrate those idols in a very, very uh, wise manner also. He said, does anyone want to buy, purchase this idol which does not benefit or harm? He used to say, does anyone want to purchase this idol which doesn't benefit or harm? So no sales from those idols as well. As he grew older and he advised his father and the Quran Sharif speaks about it. Oh my dear father, the respect. Father was a mushrik, but the respect he showed in the way he addressed and spoke to his father who was a mushrik. But oh my dear father, why do you worship something that doesn't hear, doesn't see, doesn't benefit you in any way? Why do you worship something? And many of us are aware of the incident that took place, what propelled Ibrahim والسلام, to eventually be thrown into that huge fire. Allah, when there was a particular carnival or a festival in the city or town where he was living, and Ibrahim والسلام, made some excuses not to attend, and the entire population of that town, they attended this carnival. And Ibrahim والسلام, found his opportunity where he went into their place of worship and he destroyed and broke with his own hands each and every idol there in that place of worship. Save the one idol, the big idol that was there. And Ibrahim والسلام, placed the instrument that he used to break the idols on that particular one big idol. As is expected when the people returned and they realized what had happened to their gods. And he was obviously accused uh, suspect number one in this incident. And when he was questioned about it, he says, why don't you ask the big idol? Why don't you ask the big idol who killed all, who broke all the other idols, smashed all the other idols? So this is the brief history. And then finally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him through a lot of tests. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him through various tests in his life. He was a person who was the Khalilullah. When we hear, when we hear, when we read in the Quran, Ibrahim Ta'ala made him his bosom friend. So there were two people who were Khalilullah. One we know, Ibrahim Khalila. The other one, many of us may be unaware, that was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was also Khalilullah. So these two Anbiya were Khalilullah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he mentioned that had I, if I had to take a friend, had I, if I had to take a friend, I would have taken Abu Bakr as my friend, as my, but he was the Khalil of Allah. Allah had taken him as a friend also, already. So, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, the ulama say that he was put through approximately 33 major tests. We know that he was tested with himself, he was tested with his children, he was tested 
with his father not bringing iman he was tested with his wives he was tested by his nation test upon test test upon test this also demonstrates to us that when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person he puts him through tests as well so when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us through any difficulty or any test it doesn't necessarily mean he's punishing us he's angry with us his anger is upon us no it could be a test like how the prince of allah tested salam was eventually they decided that the best way to punish him is to ash fire and burn him and most of us in madrasa we have even read of this incident but just one ayah of the quran that that fire was so large so huge that he couldn't even be flung into the fire he had to be catapulted from a distance into the fire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said qulna ya naru kuni bardan wa salaman ala ibrahim oh fire fire which is under the command of Allah fire become comfortable for ibrahim don't become so hot that he feels the heat of the fire don't become so cold that he feels the, don't become so cool that he feels coldness in that fire but make it of optimum temperature and the perfect temperature keep him there in such a way that he's most comfortable and after a few days as he died down eventually and he, within those ashes and ruins when they saw ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam sitting in the midst of the fire in total ease and comfort they realized that this is not in any extraordinary person but this rejection of truth, this veiling of the truth this blockage of the truth this is the prerogative of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whom he wants to guide whom he doesn't want to guide and nonetheless ibrahim alayhi salam finally he had to leave his people and nobody brought in iman in him except just two and the one was his wife sara our mother sara alayha salatu wasalam and the other was his nephew his brother's son lut alayhi salatu wasalam lut alayhi salatu wasalam is something very significant in this day and age especially in this month wa na'udhu billahi min dhalik we can see that the world has gone mad the world has gone crazy we can see that we are heralding towards qiyamah at a roller coaster pace so i would not want to discuss the amal of qaum lut or lut ali salam inshallah next friday if you can just remember it next friday nationally the jamiat ul ulama kwazulu natal has earmarked the jumuah we have appealed to each and every khatib throughout the country to speak regarding the nation of lut ali salatu wasalam and that there is no pride in the disobedience of allah So that will be next week inshallah so we would not go into that discussion so lut alayhi salat will accepted him know that he had no children from sara alayhi salat wasalam at that point then if we fast track nabi uh, sayyidina ibrahim alayhi salat wasalam made dua for each old age rabbi habli min as-salihin allah bless me pious with a pious child so that dua was made all his duas are documented in the holy quran that he made So when we make dua for children also the aspect of piety in our children because pious children are ni'mat of Allah they are coolness to the eyes and children who are not pious they not a coolness to the eyes they not in ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they can be a severe test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so rabbi habli min salihin and then we know the story of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam that he uh, left his wife hajara alayhi salatu wasalam ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam rebuilt the kaaba the kaabatullah was not built by him initially the kaabatullah according to the mufassirun it was built by the angels initially on the same spot where the kaabatullah stands 
Subsequently, Adam alayhi salatu wassalam, our father, he built the Ka'batullah. And Sayyidina, it was, it was destroyed. The Ka'batullah was destroyed, totally destroyed. But there were some aspects of his foundation that existed. And Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam rebuilt the Ka'batullah, his chosen spot by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this time, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam had a young son who was assisting him in the building of the Ka'batullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about them building after they build the Kaaba, father and son on that famous tablet that we show respect and we revere when we go for Hajj and Umrah and then they made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even after doing a good deed all the time oh Allah accept what we have done Rabbana taqabbal minna Acceptance we do not know. We may do a good deed, but acceptance we do not know whether it's accepted or not. So we make dua to Allah every good deed that we do, that oh Allah accept my good deeds. Acceptance is the issue. It's not only doing the good deed, that's the issue. Allah must accept each and every one of us. So they made dua. And then that ultimate test came when he had to slaughter his son and the rest we know. So what do lessons do we take from the life of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? That he was unblinching. He refused to budge when it came to Millatu Ibrahim. That is the creed of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And that is Tawheed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Proclaiming even if your whole community turns against you, your, whole, your father turns against you, your people turn against you, your family turns against you, but you will hold firmly onto the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He went against the tide. The tide was going in one direction. He was swimming across the, the tide. He was against the current he was swimming. That how Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was swimming against the current in, in the darkness of Makkah Mukarramah and in the darkness of the world. Now let us fast track a little bit. So this is the Millah to Ibrahim. There are so many aspects to speak about his character. In Awahun Halim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks that he's Awahun Halim. He's very, very soft-natured. Ibrahim alayhi salam is very, very wise. A person, a lot of tolerance in him as well. Allah speaks about so many aspects of his life. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam said that he resembles his father Ibrahim. And ulama say that there are two explanations of this. One is that he resembled Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam physically, but in character traits and all those aspects, he was an image of Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the Ibrahim alayhi salam to, to his progeny to contain so many anbiya alayhi salatu salam and the greatest nabi came from his from his progeny when he made dua rabbana wa ba'ath fihim rasula minhum yatlu alayhim ayatik wa yu'allimuhumul kitaba wal hikmata wa yuzakkihim innaka antal azizul hakim he made a dua which was accepted 3000 years Later. We want quick, immediate, instant acceptance of du'as. Here a Nabi's du'a is accepted after 3,000 years. The manifestation of none other than Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa A person came, a sahabi comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, Ya khair al-bari, that the best of men, oh you the best of men. What did he say? That is Ibrahim. That is Ibrahim. 
So we can understand the link, the spiritual link that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam had with Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. We are in the months of Hajj. Everything we do in Hajj, fortunate are those who are there already in, in the Mubarak city of Makkah and Medina. Alhamdulillah, many of our South African brothers have uh, arrived. A large number arrived in Medina to Munawwara yesterday. Many will be leaving in the days and the weeks to come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, except all those who have gone for Hajj. Give them Hajj Maqbul, Hajj Mabrur. All those who desire to go for Hajj and those who have the means and ability, let us not delay in making our Hajj. Let us hasten towards making our Hajj and fulfilling this important part from the Faraid of Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all the Hujjaj and make a benefit for the global Ummah that every year we commemorate the memory of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and his son Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. Now we fast check. Then from the Anbiya came all the Anbiya of Banu Israel. They are also from Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, from his son Ishaq alayhi salatu wasalam, Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam. So from Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, Right up till Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it was over five. No Nabi had come for five centuries. 124,000 Anbiya came. But from this gap of history, for over five centuries, there was no Nabi who came. There was no kitab that was revealed and the, of, of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And we know the darkness that the world, we know the, 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 the eating the entire world at that time. In Arabia, we know the condition where men were burying their own daughters alive. Where men were fornicating with their own mother's incestuous relationship between mother and son. We know that women were treated as, not even as human beings, as some chattel. We know the conditions that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the darkness of shirk and kufr that he came into Makkah Mukarram. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to bring the light of Nubuwat to penetrate the entire globe till the day of Qiyamah, the nur of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, hidayat from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is on the same millah, millatu Ibrahim. He is on that Milla, Milla to Muhammad, is on Milla to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And that is the creed of Tawheed. Declaring the oneness of Allah, unequivocally, unashamedly, saying it as it is, what regarding the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that no deen is acceptable except the deen of Allah. Inna deena indallahi al-Islam. The only deen acceptable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deen al-Islam. وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ if you search for any other deen besides deen of Islam as brought by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as explained by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rabbana wabaat fihim rasoola minhum yatlu alayhim ayatik wa yuallimuhumul kitab wal hikmata wa yuzakihim. He has taught the Quran. He has explained the Quran. He has left us with the sunnah. He's mubarak. There is no other way but his way. There is no other ism but the deen of Islam. The so the, if we take any other deen besides deen of Islam, it will never ever be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The kuffar of Makkah, they came to the Prophet sallallahu when he, they realized that they cannot stop the tide of Islam in Hidayat penetrating across people, conversions to deen of Islam. So they came to him now trying to, to bide some time to him and they said to him that let us speak now let us discuss let us come to the table and they gave him three options 
They gave him three options. The first option we give you are prepared to accept your religion, but one year you practice on our religion, one whole year, and for one whole year we will practice on your religion. Good compromise, 50-50. So once you practice for one year, so that way we exist peacefully. We have good cordial relationship. That you practice on our deen for a year and we will do that for you for a year. Then they said, okay, if you don't want to accept that, that may be difficult for you. Then the second thing that we ask you is that do not criticize our idols. Do not pick on our idols. Do not condemn our shirk and our kufr. You just remain silent and we'll give you any wealth that you desire. You any woman you desire, we will give you the leadership, the imara will give you also. And if you can't even, if you don't take option two, option three we offer you. And what is option three? That you just show some respect for our idol. You pass your hand over, you just kiss it. So you don't worship it, but you just show some reverence for our kufr and our shirk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, go tell the mushrikeen of Makkah. He went into the haram of Makkah, which was one of the most dangerous places at that time. A place where you can get attacked, you can lose your life. It wasn't a place of safety and sanctuary as it ought to be. And he said boldly to the kuffar, قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ O kafirun, لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I do not worship what you worship. I do not worship what you worship. وَلَا أَنَعْبَدْتُمْ وَلَا أَنْتُمْ عَبِدُونَ مَا أَعْبُدُ and I will not be worshipping what you worship and neither will you be worshipping what I worship. Lakum deenukum To you is your deen, your way. To me is Millatu Ibrahim. To me is my way, Deenul Islam. So let us understand the context that this surah was revealed in. This Iman hasn't come at a cheap price. No Nabi has been through what Muhammad went through. For this deen to reach us today, the most valuable asset we have is our deen, our iman. Nobody can snatch this iman. They can destroy us, they can kill us, they can desecrate us. But they cannot remove this iman from within us. This Allah gives to whom He wishes. Oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you do not guide anybody, we guide whom we want to guide. Of Islam, this Millatu Ibrahim, Millatu Muhammad has been watered, this garden of Islam has been watered by the blood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has been watered by the flesh of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has been watered by the qurbani of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has been watered with the wealth of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has been watered with the mubarak perspiration of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has been watered with the family of Rasulullah, the companions of Rasulullah. This deen hasn't come easy and cheap. It, it, he had to pay this price for us to receive this deen. Let us value this deen. Let us hold on to this deen of Islam. Inna deena indallah in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, keep us with iman. Take us from this world with iman. If we exit this world from iman, with, with iman, we have reached the goalpost successfully. We have reached the finishing line successfully. And one of the ways the Sahabi comes, Ya Rasulullah, teach me something that I iman. Says every night, read Surah Kafirun. Every night, read Surah Kafirun. He loved the Surah so much. In Fajr, in the two Sunnah, he read Surah Kafirun, Surah Ikhlas. In Maghrib, in the Sunnah of Maghrib, he read Surah Kafirun. The time has come when during the day we should read it abundantly as well for the preservation. 
the iman of our children and the progeny of our progeny. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us with iman which is so valuable. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is our eternal success. Allah take us with iman, raise us with iman. There's so much more to say but time is up.